Gauging the ISIS threat to Americans, today, Monday, August 11th. This is The World. I'm Marco Werman. Could Islamic militants in Iraq threaten Americans? Maybe. Look, I deal with these things day in and day out, so I sleep okay. But in terms of the things that I worry about from a purely counterterrorism perspective, ISIS is at the top of the list. Also, a family checks in on their deserted Israeli community along the Gaza border. This woman was tired of sleeping with a knife under her pillow. I know it's stupid because I can't uh, defend myself and my children using a knife, but you don't want to feel like you can protect yourself. And the Texas no-man's land known as North Mexico. We're not Mexico and we're not the United States. We're somewhere in between. Support for PRI's The World comes from TIAA-CREF, a financial services company helping to create financial outcomes that matter. Learn more at TIAA.org. I'm Marco Werman. This is The World. We keep hearing about the militant group ISIS in Iraq and how dangerous they've become, both to people in the Middle East and to us here at home. But does the group actually have the capacity to harm the U.S.? We'll try to answer that question in a moment. Right now, though, let's look at where things stand in Iraq. Today, the U.S. gave Kurdish forces bigger and better weapons to fight ISIS and continued dropping food and water to refugees on the run from the Sunni militants. Meanwhile, a political power struggle rages in the capital between Nuri al-Maliki and the man charged with replacing him as prime minister. Matt Bradley is with the Wall Street Journal in Baghdad. He says Haider al-Abadi is seen as better suited to handling the crisis. He's probably the closest possible candidate they could pick to Nuri al-Maliki. He's been an ally for many years. Some of the people that I've spoken with, some of the political analysts, were so afraid of alienating or upsetting Maliki that they chose someone who, who would basically represent almost no actual policy change. They really just couldn't stand Maliki's intransigence, his stubbornness, his tendency to micromanage. But we really don't have any clues as to whether or not Haider Labadi will be as, as divisive as Maliki. He's certainly a thought to be a more sort of pragmatic, friendly, kinder character. But being in public office in a high-level position, like prime minister in Iraq, could change all that. So we, we really have to wait and see whether or not Haider al-Abadi will be as stubborn. So you've got uh, the political confusion in Baghdad, and also you've got U.S. forces launching airstrikes against uh, ISIS militant positions. The Obama administration also took one extra step, and that's giving weapons to the Kurds fighting ISIS. Does this help Iraq become more self-sufficient in security? Is it really kind of more giving the Kurds extra muscle? Well, it's certainly a very dangerous step and a very sensitive step for the Obama administration. Dealing with the Kurds is a good idea because, first of all, they're in terms of proximity, they're some of the closest to the fight. They are also the most, the Kurdish Peshmerga are also the most effective fighting force in Iraq. So dealing with them and providing them with weapons is probably the best bet in terms of reclaiming some of the lost ground that the Islamic State has managed to take from Iraqi territory over the last two months. At the same time, helping the Kurds to fight off the Islamic State the president is undermining Iraqi unity on some level, but he's also bringing Iraq a step closer towards defeating the Islamic State. So it's a very narrow approach for how the Obama administration can deal with this. 
So part of the reason these airstrikes are happening is to kind of stave off a humanitarian disaster that's been brewing because refugees have been fleeing ISIS along with religious minorities. They're pinned down in the mountains in the north of the country. The U.S. as well as Britain uh, have been dropping aid supplies. Is there a point when actual forces will have to go in? Well, the Obama administration has made it very clear that it's up to the Iraqi military to turn the tide of the Islamic State's advance into southern Iraq. And that's Obama hewing to a commitment that he made when he was running for office all those years ago, that the United States would leave Iraq and it would never come back. It's not a very politically expedient move for President Obama to re-engage with boots on the ground in a crisis where we really don't have any friends. I mean, we were just talking about the Kurds. They're probably one of our closest partners in Iraq, and they're some of the most reliable soldiers and um, some of the most reliable administrators and, and governors in this country. But at the same time, even dealing with them, even helping them, in a way, just undermines the stability and the unity of...